One one thing that's going to be a little different, I do want to have a quick discussion in the beginning about what an open world game is, because we did have some discussion about that. Is that tonight's episode? That's not tonight's episode, just just like a quick discussion before we get into the games that we played. Alright. Alright. Three. Two. Oh, there, there's no hot intro or anything. I don't have any songs queued up, so I, I I'll just add that in. Sing them off. Alright, three. Two, one. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause because your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. <laughs> this is episode 39. <laughs> Hilarious already. Hilarious! <laughs> the we audience didn't about... miss anything. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about open world games. This is an episode yeah, dealing with open world games. Games. I just asked you if that was tonight's episode, and you said no. What are you talking about? Just, like, not even 30 seconds ago before the fucking 10 seconds of silent <laughs> shit. Did I answer you? Yeah, you said no, that's not it. We're just no, gonna talk. that did not happen. Motherfuckers! There's eight of y'all here! <laughs> it did, happen, it, it did happen, but I think Muff, it was just... Muff asked me if it was open world games, and I said no. No, no, you, you said... Yes. You, you said, said no. no. no I wasn't listening to anything anybody wait, wait, said. wait, wait, wait. I said we're going to talk about what an open world game is, and Muff said, is that the episode? I thought he meant, is that the only basis of the entire episode? Is that? Yeah, I think it was just That's misunderstanding. That's all, on both sides. No, it was all on Brian's side. Yeah, but who Brian. was right then? Brian thinks he got it, but he didn't. So who's going to apologize? Emil's all giddy. Not me. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> Emil's trying to be devil's I'm, avocado. I'm, I'm learning something new. I'm sorry, guys. I, it was my fault. Oh we're doing open world games, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss open world games yeah. a little bit, and then we're gonna get into the games we played, and then the top three. Okay, where the hell's my so. brother? Because that's not Moose. When's that's Bash? Not- yeah, I was gonna say hell just froze over because that man just said it's my fault. When's I'm, Bash? Tra- I'm gonna trying apologize. something new. You know, I'm taking taking accountability for uh, for everything. Like I uh, <laughs> for everything have to. <laughs> I don't like this Moose. I want Raccoon Moose in Donut County. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good moose. <laughs> I right. used to be that guy. I'm not. I'm not him anymore. You know. So if you're still with us, the episode is about open world <laughs> games. We're going to talk about the open world games that we played. I am joined tonight with Muff. Oh, bitch! <laughs> Dark side. <laughs> What's going on? Spiral. Hi. Melbro. I'm so confused. Moose. Yo yo. Muff didn't even say a word. He just made noise. Yeah, that's, bash. That's, that's how much I refuse to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, to kick things off a little differently before we jump into the games that we played, there was some discussion, some controversy about what an open world game is. So I guess to kick things off. Super Mario 64. Uh, fuck Do you it. guys think that is an open world game or not? Yes. No. Yes. Mario World 
Super Wait. Mario 64 is an open world. Yeah, that is an open That was basically the first open world game. I'm nope. going to say... not an open world. The open world genre didn't exist at that time. There was no such term as open world game. I'm going to say the castle is more of like a hub area. That isn't the actual place where you like really do the gameplay. Like it's just a place where you go to the individual levels. So what about yeah? You Zelda jump through the paintings. Ocarina yeah. of Time. Then go to is levels. That open world? Zelda, I do not think is open. Ocarina world. of Time. Yeah. yeah, no. Wait, you don't? Not even I when you're any... running around the Hyrule Plains and going to any area you want. That kind of stuff is an open world, or what? What parts? What constitutes yeah, open world? I'm confused. That's, that's what's tough. That's the question. To me, Ocarina of Time is. A pretty linear game. I mean, you can do some side quest, you know, search for the Skullchilla coins or whatever, and but it, it's pretty linear. I mean, it's a a fairly big map, I guess, that you're traversing. But I never but, thought of Ocarina of Time as an open world game. I do because it less allows you to play the game. I don't think it's that linear. I mean, just like Mario sixty four, you can play the game in any order you want. Like I can choose to do. You know, level three before I do level two versus linear. Like, if you think about Super Mario, you have to do level one, two, then three. You have to go in the sequence. But, like, Mario 64 and Zelda, you can do things in the order that you want to do them, right? So, do you think Mega Man on the Nintendo is an open world game? Because you can pick what level you want to go to in any order you want. <laughs> I mean, nope. open. I think that's the same level of open world as, like, Mario I, 64 is. Like, I, it has to do what, with. That's my point, yeah. The yeah, amount of that, freedom of movement yeah, in, the, in the game, too, yeah. though, right? No, like, no, I'm not saying just the levels, though, but, like, the stars within the levels. You can do things no, in any order but, you want, right? It's not, like, just. Yeah, I think. I think yeah, I mean, Mario. The levels, but within the levels itself. Mario, you didn't have to do a certain sequence of stars, right? You could just do. Right. What was it, like 80 to beat the game or something? You made your something choice like in that, terms yeah. of which ones you wanted to do, which ones you yeah, didn't want to do. Yeah, that's pretty open-ended. It, it was your sense. choice as a gamer. In Mega so, Man, you have to be all eight bosses. I mean, you can change the sequence, but yeah, it's still kind of Yeah, that's really not a fair comparison, Brian. So is Super Mario World an open-world game? Because you can skip levels entirely in that game. No, no you have to go still, from, you have to go from one to two to three. Like you have to go from yeah, start to finish. I, in, Isn't a big part of open world games like just the perspective of the camera, like kind of being able to go anywhere? Yeah, you're not kind of separated from. You're thinking first person, third person. No, I right, think but, I think I think what Spiral is trying to say, and Moose is trying to allude to this too. Like I think it's almost like kind of like a uh, like a freedom of roaming type thing in the game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, exactly. I don't know why it's this goddamn complicated. It's real simple. You go wherever the fuck you want. That's open that's what world. I think too. Muff lives an open world life. Does whatever the fuck right. he wants all the he time. Just goes into any house, any building he wants, whenever he wants. Hey, that's like go goose and Lando get gland fucked by that thing. Oh my god! It. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that guy got gland fucked big time. Yeah. Right? So, Dark Side, by your explanation, why do you think Mario sixty four is not an open world game? Because basically, I mean, well, that genre didn't exist when that, that game came out. But basically, the castle is the main hub. That you can run around and do stuff in, but if you want to actually play the game, you have to jump through the paintings to go to specific levels, and it's broken up into levels. That's why. So because it's separated by levels, that takes away the open world status yes. then? correct. But within it, each it, level, it's hypothetically, kind of open world, isn't it? Hypothetically, yeah, if, if Mario 64 was open world, then you wouldn't have to go to a painting to go to a level you should just be able to go to a level like the main hub would be the whole world and it would like be larger. jack and daxter 
Jack and Daxter is kind of set up that Has way. Has anybody ever played a Jack and Daxter game? Or are we just going to talk about Jack and Daxter like we know what the hell it is? <laughs> I mean, I played, I played it. Muff has played it. Nobody's played it. I played a few minutes of the first one, but I know that the <laughs> second one is considered open world, but the first one isn't. So what was the first open world game, you think? Ever? I don't know. I the like first one that always pops into too. my mind is uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, but I guess the Grand Theft Auto 2 and 1 were also open world. So then PS1. that opens up another conversation, open world versus sandbox game. And oh, fuck sandbox. And so <laughs> sandbox, sandbox <laughs> is like where you can do whatever you want, but not necessarily the same as open world. So I, I had some examples. So Mario 64, after hearing other people's arguments, I would consider that open world. But like Noby Noby Boy, if any, I know Darkseid, you play that. That I would consider a sandbox game. But it's not open world. Yeah, I would agree with you there. You can do whatever you want. But how, it's how about you pick an example space. of a game that people have played besides Dark Side? Might have heard of it. <laughs> Nobi, Nobi Boy. Oh no, I played Nobi Nobi Boy. Brian and I had a great time. <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with another great example. But to me, Grand Theft Auto Three would be open world and sandbox, where it has that huge open world you explore that's all connected, and it also lets you do kind of whatever you want. Yeah. What about Fallout? What would you consider Fallout? Just open world and not sandbox? Like Fallout 3? Yeah, Fallout 3 and beyond. Yeah, that would be open world. And, and sandbox? Also, I think sandbox, yeah, because there's like a shit ton of side missions and just stuff that you can just do without having to be connected to the main game. Skyrim is the same? I would think so. I haven't really played too much of Skyrim, but Spiral has. Oh, Spiral definitely has. So I think I. most RPGs are going to be considered open world, at least the but there's modern levels. RPGs. But there's levels in those, right? Dungeons. Yeah. The thing is, with, from my perspective with open world, is not really just, I guess being linear, non-linear is part of it, but I always thought that open world means just kind of what it says, or you can go wherever and uh, whenever you want, but to me that's more of the perspective and camera. Like, I think Mario 64 was the first game where you can adjust the camera and see three dimensions. It's not... um like a side-scroller platformer, you can just move in three dimensions. And that's what I've always considered to be open world, to me, at least. That's my definition of it. Actually, you reminded me something else that I, I always uh, relate with open world games, where it's something that you can go back to. So, like, rather than, like, oh, you fight a boss or you beat a level, in most games that aren't open world, you don't really go back to it unless there's, like, a level select or something like that. But in an open world, if you finish a dungeon or whatnot, you can just go back to it and continue to do things there. Is Resident Evil 1 an open-world game, Darkseid? I don't... No. No. I wouldn't consider I would, You can go world. back to the very beginning. You can be at the very end of the game and go back to the, the mansion's front door. Yeah, but can you do anything? It's just being able... But just being able to go back mansion, doesn't right? I take it. I have never played it, but... Melvin, you drinking milks? <laughs> <laughs> No, this is it's, like, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. You be drinking milk. <laughs> no, What's wrong with drinking milk at night? <laughs> Doo-doo bu- butters. Party? These boys certainly are. And 
I hear the lead singer's out of therapy and ready to date your sister. Working for the sake of it. And I want all the money that they gotta give. Huh. I go out getting laid, but I play safe in a safe place. And I know that I know that I want to All right, well, on that oh, note, we can, uh, we can shift over then to our regularly scheduled program. Muff, do you want to kick things off with the open world games that you played for the month of August? Fortnite. Played Fortnite. Uh, Is that considered open world? All right. Let us know when you play an open world game. I believe that's a Battle Royale game, bitch. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) When you jump off the dang old bus, you can go wherever the fuck you want and do whatever the fuck you want. That's open world. I was talking real life now. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I played Madden. Well, how was Fortnite? Tell tell us more about what you've done in Fortnite lately. I was in the last episode talking about Fortnite because because it was the beginning of August. Ariana Grande, Grande, man. Are you going to ever play it again since she's not in there anymore? Yeah, I've been playing all month. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you explain the whole Ariana Grande thing, Muff? Like, what what exactly was the, the gimmick with her in the game? So... What it comes down to with her is there's a skin you can buy, just like all the other characters, uh, uh, like Deadpool and John Wick and you name it, that tied in with Fortnite. You can buy the skin, so you run around as them. Uh, so you can, you can play as Ariana. Yeah, my character looks like Ariana. I mean, it's oh boy. her character. What do you mean, oh boy, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Muff plays the game. Drive? He plays the game with his pants off the whole time. That's the only way to game. Yeah, that's pretty much every <laughs> day, every game that I play. Yeah, tic tac toe, chess, you name mm-hmm. it. Connect four uh, at the arcade. Kickball. Yeah, yeah, kickball. <laughs> Couple of mush pounders between my legs coming at you, bitch. Mush pounders. Boy, you don't know mush pounder. Is that like the cousin to the hush puppy? You think of mush mouth, man. They ain't oh. no hush puppies. Alright. So, oh my balls itch. Um, so yeah, Fortnite. And then, uh, I played Madden 22. Came out. Uh, I've been playing that. Uh, go Did you buy you it off, or is that on a... My son bought it. Okay. And so we, we play it together. Um, you play uh, with the Bears? Uh, no, uh, Madden Ultimate Team, you just uh, create your own team, and then you're in, like, packs and shit, auction house, just the same shit I've been at, like, all, every year, it's fun, gives my son and I time to bond, and, uh... They changed anything it. about Madden from last year, or is it the same game? They said they changed, uh, franchise, I tried it, it, it Madden 2010 is the best franchise, you, you create your own stadium, the names, the uniforms, everything, and and here it, they keep going back to the damn pre-selected like ten different fucking places that you can do teams. We put new teams, and so that's some bullshit. You play uh, um, flight you know, simulator. I play yeah, flight yeah. simulator. I flew wherever the fuck I want. I flew Niagara Falls. And why uh, did you go there? Because I'd never been to Niagara Falls, and I may never make it to Niagara Falls. Muff, let's go to Niagara Falls on vacation. You, me, and Spyro. I'll throw your bitch ass over in a barrel. It'll be romantic. 
I'll let I'll you do it. The, the original yeah. three back at it. Oh, Tell me about three, uh, ass naked in a barrel Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Brian, you should sing your song. Tell me about the fly simulator. They'll open the barrel and it'll just be full of semen. <laughs> well, that's why we got in. Yeah. Well, no, I mean it would be empty. It would be, we would be in there with no semen, and then when we hit the ground and they open it, semen. At sea. Burly semen at sea. Emil, do something. All I see is your head. So, right. flight simulator. Uh, yeah, flight simulator. <laughs> you can literally just fly wherever you want. I Twitch streamed it up on the Twitch. Uh, took a motherfucking day off and just streamed that bitch all day. Just flying. How easy is it to like get started? Did you really have to know how to fly a plane? I did fine. And then all of a sudden we started getting viewers. I started crashing like a motherfucker. <laughs> wow, we got viewers? How many viewers we got? Like four? Cool, cool. And, uh... I kept hearing about the flight simulator game that it's gorgeous. It is. really fun to look at, but, like, there's not really a lot uh, of mission. You know, there's not really anything to do. You're just, you're learning how to fly, and then you fly, and then it's more of, like, the, the visual thing. It's like an there's exploring game, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, see, world. Where, see what you can see. You just, there's other game modes that maybe gives you, like, tasks and shit. I don't know. Um, I just got in the fucking plane and flew because I thought it was cool. And uh, flew by my house. <laughs> and, can you um, can you pick different planes and how does that work? Yeah, you start off with a plane that don't cost nothing, but you can buy different planes. Um, how do you get money? Like real money. Fucking work like a like fucking man. Real a real money. Like, no, yeah, when, when Muff says all he does is work, he's just playing flight simulator <laughs> yeah. all day. You can uh, you can unlock the new planes without paying money for it. I don't know. I played it for like a week and then I went on to something else. I know there's going to be like a Top Gun <coughs> Oh, Fortnite came out. When that yeah, came. they're adding racing um, to it. Oh, okay. So that you can do online racing with other people. I would highly recommend just trying it and just because just it's a completely different type of gaming experience altogether. Yeah, I need to do um, that. But it's cool. I haven't tried you it. Just, if you got a Series X, I think it's free because I didn't pay shit for it's it. It's on Game Pass. Oh. Yeah, it's Game Pass. pass. With pay with pay subscription. And uh oh, you can tell me a drink. Squirt. It's only Talk on up. Series X, right? It's on PC also. It's on PC Ooh. Series X, X and S. And I think so they're supposed to add like cloud gaming mm. to console and you're supposed to be able to play Series X games on your Xbox One through yeah. streaming. I don't know how well it's gonna be though, like if it's gonna be laggy or not. Yeah, doing flight simulator streaming would be fucking crazy. Uh, that's what they're claiming you can do, so we'll see. That that would, like, eat up your internets. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, it would. Yeah. That's um, the future, man. But it, it, it's a fun game, definitely. Um, just because you, you want to go somewhere, go fly somewhere, see some shit, go. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be like if you're actually fucking there, but it's a simulator, and it's pretty... gives you a good idea of what it's like. Can you fly anywhere in the U.S.? You can fly anywhere wow. in the world. Anywhere in the world. Yeah, the world? yeah. I would have been. I went to uh, some islands. Uh, I don't know. We're doing this like fucking four weeks later. I don't remember where the fuck I went in Niagara Falls. Were uh, you able to land the plane, or did you crash every time? And why didn't you go to Europe? Huh? And why didn't you go to Europe? My sister over there. That's why. Most like I saw my sister in real life. I don't need to go see her in Europe. Yeah, she came here. 
<laughs> so Muffs blend in the game and real life together. He doesn't know what's real anymore. That's what happens when you use too much VR. <laughs> oh, I play Shantae. <laughs> Is this cosplaydreams.com or something you're talking about? VRcosplay.com. Uh, Which Shantae did you play? What the fuck, Shantae, you think I've been playing? Uh... Darkside, you want to talk about the open world games that you played for the month of August? Yeah, I only played uh, one, and I didn't actually finish it. Um, I checked before uh, we started recording this. I put in about 53 hours into the game. Uh, Hong to Beat says that uh, it's supposed to take only 55 for completionist, and I've only completed Act 1 of 4. So, uh, apparently I'm really fucking slow. But uh, the game is <laughs> Middle-Earth Shadow of War. Um, it's the sequel to Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. Um, I'm playing it on uh, PlayStation 4. It's available on everything. Them some ones that tied into Lord of the Rings? Yeah, it actually takes place uh, between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Um, in the Peter Jackson Hobbit Lord of the Rings universe. Um, he plays the same character from uh, the first game. His name is Talion. He's a ranger. Um, uh, in the first game, he was actually murdered and brought back to life by a phantom elf or alpha lord. So you guys are like combined into one. So uh, technically you're a zombie for next month. Hey-o. Um <laughs> And uh, it's it's a direct continuation of the first game, um, where basically what you're doing is uh, the Elf Lord has created a new ring of power that is not tied to um, Sauron, so that uh, they can get their armies together and defeat Sauron. Melvin, um, is this the most virgin shit you ever heard? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically the story. That's what's going on. Um, it basically is exactly the first game, except for they expand on all the bullshit in that game. Um, uh, the the nemesis system that was in the first game is way more complicated and way more in-depth. Um, there's uh, a million more items that you can get, I, uh, armor and swords and whatnot. Um, it's a big open world, lots and lots of stuff. They added some online elements to you can, uh, if uh, one of the evil captains uh, on the opposing Sauron side kill somebody, um, then you can avenge their death by just, they add missions to where it's like, oh, you know, Ding Dang 456 was killed by this guy. Go avenge him, and you go kill that guy, and you get extra XP. Um, but it is pretty virgin, but it's fun. It's, hmm. uh, it's got uh, the same gameplay from the first game, which was essentially Batman Arkham Asylum gameplay. Speaking speaking of Pretty Virgin, I played River City Girls. Did you really? Oh, did you? Yes. I want to play that. Yeah, yeah, I do too. That's pretty good. Man, I want to play that too. Shit. But yeah, I'm like I'm only I'm only like a fourth of the way through the game. I spent way too much time dilly dallying on side missions and just fucking around. But uh, all that I'm, wrestling shit you've been going to. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only game that I played outside of. Uh, I also this month started uh, The Walking Dead season one. Um, I actually started that today and finished the first chapter. Are you, you gonna? Got, um, are you gonna? Have you put? You beat it all, right? Yeah, all of the seasons. Yeah, I've beat it three times. 
Uh, this wow. is my fourth time playing through it, and uh, it's still great. You guys will like it when you play it. Right. Should, uh, should I get it on Switch? Or? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> you should have bought it already. What was it, like $18 for every every season? Yeah, I got, I'll, I'll get that for us, Mel, bro. Right. It might be on Game Pass, Melvin, if you still got that going. Oh, it is. Yeah, I forgot. It is, actually. Oh, wow. Is this a game I should own, Darkside, or just Game Pass it up? I think it's short, well, isn't it? Uh, it's probably... Each episode's like two hours, so it's the f- the first game's like ten hours total. Second game's a little shorter. I didn't like the third game, um, and I haven't played the fourth one. Yeah, but I'll I- get it on PlayStation. Fuck Game Pass. <laughs> but uh, yeah that's all i pretty much played this month all right spiral what open world games you got for the month of august the first thing i want to say is that uh, i'm very happy that this month uh, the theme was open world so i feel like past three or four months the uh the themes have been a little lacking <laughs> rochelle think, uh, crew there's been some hijinks in the voting <laughs> rochelle crew. what's wrong with fighting games yeah, well, that yeah, one was what, fine. What's wrong with that one was and fine. What's, what's wrong with relaxing games? You don't like to relax? Well, yeah, Flight Simulator would have been perfect for that. I'm just saying. So, uh, open world's a great topic. I think next month, zombies is a wonderful topic, too. Uh, not just because I'm the one who suggested those topics. I'm saying those are great <laughs> topics. <laughs> yeah, what's with all this Rochelle crew been picking for months and else on Spyro get the last two? He got in good with the Rochelle crew. What can I say? That's right. Sucking Damn some right. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Paid off. So, uh... <laughs> Rochelle dick hub. Hub city, open baby. Open world to me means, uh... You know, uh... Non-linear, and you can kind of go anywhere, and perspectives behind the camera, and... Um... The game I played was The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I finally finished that game... Took me about two months, seventy-five hours uh, to play the game, um, and uh, I think how long the beat says for completionist, which I didn't do, is like one hundred and sixty hours. Um, and then I think for main story, which is what I what I put in the uh, for the point system, was like fifty or fifty-nine or something like that. So um, this is a massive game, man! Holy shit! I know a few of us have played it, but going into it, I wasn't really sure what to expect because I played The Witcher two. Um, but The Witcher 3 is such a huge upgrade over The Witcher 2, which is also a good game. But, like, The Witcher 3 is, like, almost like a combination of, to me, Skyrim and Fable. Um, Skyrim, because a huge open world where literally you walk through a forest and there's, like, 500 question marks of possible quests you can do or things that, to uh, look at or battle or treasures to find or dungeons. There's just so much to do. It's pretty insane. Um, and Fable because of the voice acting. Like you go into a you go into a, a town and like literally every NPC just starts talking to you. There's like five or six or ten voices going on at the same time. So it was kind of a very cool experience. Um, I'm sure everybody knows this, but released by CG Project Red, and I think we're all CG Project Red guys now. Oh yeah, isn't that right, Darkside? <laughs> we're all Cyberpunk guys. You picked up well, the Cyberpunk. Did you get it? Probably. I did. Get it? I did not get Cyberpunk. For Ten um, bucks? Huge oh, mistake. shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm guessing eventually it'll be on Game Pass, um, and I'm not going to play it for a while, so I did, that's why I didn't pick it up. But that Steelbook's not going to be. Yeah, on Yeah, man, Pass. that Steelbook. I'll give you the what's Steelbook so, for free, Spiral. What's so great about the Steelbook? It's nothing. It's, it's just literally a holds the game. Bookcase. It literally just Nerds will it. buy it on eBay for twenty dollars. Made of steel. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. It's made of steel, damn it. I got the Rambo <laughs> trilogy on Steelbook. Yeah. <clears throat> um, came out in 2015. Actually, I did buy The Witcher 3 at, for 10 bucks, thanks to uh, to Moose. He alerted me that the Game of the Year edition was um, a digital download for 10 bucks last year. So I got yeah. that with all the expansions and stuff. So it's, that's a pretty good deal. Um, I played on Xbox Series X. The graphics are amazing. I haven't played a... This is probably the most... The best looking game I played so far. I know it was released in 2015, but on the Series X, it looked really good. Um, just some trivia: it sold 30 million copies worldwide. It's one of the best-selling games of all time, and it is really cool. It is a really good game. Um, so, for listeners, I'm going to get into spoilers a bit. This game is six years old, so I don't feel bad talking about it. But if you don't want spoilers, you can stop listening. I think. Everybody here. Has Don't fucking stop it. listening. You will listen to what this bitch has to say. <laughs> everybody here who's played it has played it. I think and everybody else is probably not going to play it, so I don't feel bad about talking about it. Correct. Um, but man, it's a, the story's great. Like some of the Japanese RPGs get a little weird and like really like meta, and it's kind of hard to follow. And some of the side quests are just really, really lame and make no sense. Whereas. The Witcher is really focused. Like even all the side quests um, make sense in the overall scheme of the game. Um, you're you're interacting with characters to get you further in the main story, and then you can go on their side quests. And there's things like assassinations and overthrows and political stuff, and it, it's just really neat. The side quests are are really cool. They tie into the game, um, and then you have the Witcher the Witcher quests, the Witcher hunts, where you fight monsters and the townspeople ask you to kill certain monsters and um, that's really neat too. The, the graphics are amazing. The monster designs are really good. The character designs are fucking amazing. Like, uh, you know, Geralt is a, I think is right now an iconic character, um, oh, yeah. just in literature and the, the Netflix series, this is look like the gray hair. Like everybody knows who Geralt of Rivia is. I think for the most part, um, the female characters, not to sound creepy, but are just super amazing. Um, Siri is Great looking character. I think we've all seen some cosplay photos of certain people dressing up as Siri. And of course, um, Yennefer is just an amazing character too. In the game and in the series. Dark Side, you need to watch the series. It's pretty good. I have watched the series. Oh, have you? Yeah. You need to I watch it again. It. Yeah, you need to watch it again, Dark Side. <laughs> Moose got my number good. I got to watch it again. Yep. <laughs> Does the series have them naked witches with a cauldron full of dicks they feed each other? If it gets you to watch no. it, it has it. If if it doesn't, then it doesn't. They don't. That's have Spiral's it. house. That's what happens there. Like well, the scene house. of of Geralt in the tub is pretty famous. I think that's in the show. And in the yeah, game. yeah. Um, but in the game itself, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Like it is very adult, so lots of words I can't say in the podcast because Brian will put a a muff honk. Uh, yeah, a muff honk in his place. But ah. uh, there it is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, very adult, lots of nudity, lots of violence. Um, one of my favorite scenes of the whole game is you get to a point where there's this bloody baron, and you got to help him find his family. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. And it turns out that um, his wife left him because he beat her while she was pregnant, causing a stillborn baby, which he uh, buried in the back somewhere. And come to find out that stillborn baby is actually haunting like the, the baron's castle. And uh, you have to dig up the stillborn baby, and then you gotta eventually fight the stillborn demon baby. Yeah. Um, I took plenty of screenshots. Cause I thought it was amazing. Um, sent to these guys. I think uh, at least Muff had a good laugh at it. But uh, that was a pretty amazing scene. It's good uh, whacking material. Exactly. 
Uh, there's a scene in the game, and I think this is kind of a lot of modern games are doing this. I think The Last of Us Two did this, possibly. I don't know, but there's a scene in the game where uh, characters start singing, like there's like this singing interlude, um, which to me was a really a real huge highlight of the game. So I didn't really expect it. You you rescue this character Priscilla. She's a bard. You go into the bar and she sings this amazing song. And it kind of talks about the story and about the uh, the romance between Yennefer and uh, Geralt. Um, that was a really cool scene. And the ending was really cool, too. I won't spoil that, but the ending was amazing. There's 26 different variations of the ending. Uh, not, like, completely different endings, but certain things you do in the game affect the ending. Um, and uh, the whole story is great. Like, you're trying to find Ciri, um, just that uh, that chase to find that character, and then what happens when you finally catch up to her, just really amazing. Um, the music's great. Not as good as most RPGs. I think it's most, mainly in the background, but there are some good tunes. Um, graphics are great, like I said. Um, the whole world of Witchers, I would say, is similar to uh, the game that you played, Dark Side, with the elves and things and some of that version stuff that Melbro is a big fan of. Mm. Um, <laughs> that whole world, I, I like. I like that kind of setting in games. The, whole, the lore of the whole world is amazing, too. Uh, really immersive game. Um, and yeah, I really, really loved it. It's probably one of my favorite games of all time, to be honest. Uh, I had a really good time playing it. Metacritic gave it a 91, which I think is actually kind of low. I thought it'd be higher than that. Um, won plenty of awards. So here's a piece of trivia. It won plenty of awards. Best RPG uh, E3 it won for a couple years. It won 260 Game of the Year awards, which was um, the record until this year. It was broken in 2021 by a different game. Fucking Hades bullshit. In 2021, what game? So this is this is like, um, well, guess. Why don't you, why don't you guess? Last it? of Us Two. That side. would be 2020, though. Well, yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, but the awards were this were this year, weren't they? Oh, okay. I, I got confused. It's got to be Last of Us. Last two. of Us Part Two, then. It was Last of Us Two. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm still playing the game. Uh, I'm playing some of the. Um, I'm doing some of the achievements. One of them is playing Gwent, which is a card game mm. in the game, which is super addicting for, for, for God's sakes. I didn't play it at all my first playthrough, and now I'm playing Gwent to get the achievement, and it's actually really, really fun. I'm surprised how fun it is. Um, so yeah, that was my one and only game for, uh, for this month, Brian. that I played for August, uh, the only open world game I played, Bowser's Fury, so Super <coughs> Mario 3D World. <coughs> not open world. Oh, no, whether it's open world or not, is there's no debate, <laughs> it is open world. Whether it counts as a game unto its own is debatable, because yeah, How Long to Beat does not have this as its own entry, but Super Mario 3D World released on the Wii U, I don't know, six years ago or something, 
and then they re-released it on the Switch, but they included a new game called Bowser's Fury along with it. So Bowser's Fury, it's pretty much the same format as any of the other open-world Mario games, like Mario Odyssey, except all the levels are interconnected in one big world. So you can travel freely from one level to the next. The levels are much smaller, though. Um, they're pretty much just like, you know, I don't know, a, a, a big tower that you have to climb. And yeah, I wouldn't even call them levels. Objectives. It's really kind of like islands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they introduce them as like, they, they do have like a, a name that they introduce. Right, right. It. But yeah, you're right. They're just like little islands within this like big sea. And you kind of traverse to them by, I mean, you can swim there, but it's really slow. Or you get on the back of like this Loch Ness monster thing, I think called Nessie. And then they take you to all the different places. Um, so while you are doing this, Bowser, Fury Bowser is like huge. And he will come and attack you like every five minutes. And then when he does that, to get him to go away, he'll just go away on his own. Or if you get one of the shines, which would be the same as getting a shine in Mario Odyssey, then that makes him go away and it damages him a little bit. Him coming all the time was a little <laughs> annoying. <laughs> what did, I didn't even hear what Muff said. What did Muff say? He giggled when you said him coming all the time. <laughs> he jumped on that right quick. <laughs> Muff, the, the high bar of maturity for the podcast. So yeah, when Bowser comes all the time, it's a little bit annoying. Uh, sometimes you need him to come, and then you've got to wait for him to come. Oh, oh you're God. forcing it. Now Brian's playing to the audience. Is this yeah. real life or not? That is true, though. There's, there's, some, there's some shines that you need Bowser to appear, and then you're just kind of waiting around for him to appear so that you can get one of the shines. Because it's, like, blocked behind some blocks that only Bowser can break. Um, and then other times he shows up, and you don't want him there, and then it's kind of annoying having him around. But, and then once you get enough shines, then you yourself get really big, and then you have a boss fight against Bowser. And then once you beat him, you kind of shrink back down to size, um, <laughs> and then you kind of go through that process over and over to get all the shines. That um, barely even works. Come on. It's uh. So is. <laughs> it was super fun. Um, I'm I'm really glad because I was on the fence because I played Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U. So I was like, I don't know if I want to buy this game just for Bowser's Fury, but I'm glad I did. It was super fun. Took me about, I don't know, six to eight hours to get all 100 shines. It's pretty easy because there's a lot of power-ups that you can get, and they let you store five of each kind of power-up at all times. So like, if you max out your power-ups, you can have 30 power-ups at your disposal at any time. So whenever you take damage, you just take one of those power-ups. So it's pretty easy that way. There were a couple shines that were pretty hard to get like one of them you're like riding in this big ice skate and you have to get these blue coins and like i kept falling off so then you got to start over um but oh i over- did that in one try that was easy did you really <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. that was a tough one that was yeah tough one. It, that took me a bunch i was like damn i keep messing up right at the end um but it was so much fun like it it kept i kept wanting to to continue playing like i know when a game is good when it's at the end of the night and i'm bargaining with myself for why I can continue to play. Like, I was like, all right, I'm at, like, you know, 63 shines. I'm just going to play until I get 65. And then I would be like, oh, I'm just going to play until I get 70. And, like, last night it was, like, 2 in the morning, and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, finish up the last few that I have to get. So that's what most games when I play, I mean, I love video games, but when I play them, I can only play so much in one sitting, and then I want to stop. But Mario, Bowser's Fear, I just want to keep playing. What other games uh, made you want to keep playing? 
I mean, probably the one, like, the biggest game to ever do that would be Symphony of the Night, where it was like I just kept wanting to go. And it's part, partly is that open world kind of format. I know Symphony of the Night probably wouldn't be considered open world. Maybe it would be considered open world. But it's where it's not broken into distinct levels. So it's like it's just very easy to keep going. Right. Um, is easy to like have that kind of addictive nature of like, oh, just one more shine, just one more mission. Where if it's like a like a level based game, it's very especially if the levels are long, then it's very easy to be like, well, I don't want to jump into the next level. That's going to take me an hour. But if I want to get the next shine, it's only like, you know, maybe 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, the one downside, a little more variety would have been nice. Like each little island that you go to, like each island had like get all the blue coins or have Bowser break these blocks. So that got kind of like predictable, but overall, uh, I thought it was super fun. Great music too. Um, Melbro, I know you played this. What, what are your thoughts on? Yeah, that? yeah, I'll give my thoughts on it now. Yeah, I agree uh, wholeheartedly, man. I think this game was amazing. Um, I didn't get all a hundred shines. I might go back and do that. Um, but yeah, it was it was so much fun, man. Good music, and and the thing that I liked about it the most was just like. It was like, um, you know, really quick to get the shine. It wasn't like, you know, you had to spend, you know, go through a long area. It's like you can really get a shine in like three minutes. And that's part of the thing that Brian was speaking to. It's like, okay, you know, let me just get a couple of more, just a couple of more. And it just keeps you going um, because they're so easy to get. And it's just so much fun to get them as well. Um, but, yeah, I think Brian summed it up nicely, man. Um, you know, the annoying part sometimes would be when Bowser would come up and um, you would just have to, you know, wait for him to leave before you can finish. And there was one part, uh, I think, when you got, like, 49 shines, Bowser just didn't go away at all, and you had to get the remaining, like, you know, whatever, like, two of them, um, you know, to, to fight the end game. The power-ups are really good. I know they had, like, a cat suit. Um, they had the raccoon from Mario 3. They had uh, a boomerang guy, fire guy. So I think the power-ups are really fun, too. Yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, question, what, what's, uh, why is everybody obsessed with cats, man? Why don't you ever like have dogs in games? Why is it always cats? <laughs> People love cats. I, I don't know. The like cat a nice little fun though. Yeah, but why can't Mario be like a nice little cute puppy or something? There, you don't see any like puppy games. It's always cat. cat what are you talking cat about, man? Nintendo dogs, cat. man. Yeah, Nintendo dogs. There's lots of puppy games. Well, Japanese oh, People cat. love cats too, don't they? Cat, That's cat true. Quest. Oh, Cat Quest is good, and it's open cat world. Cat Quest is a good game, and nerds like cats too, Melvin. Yeah, maybe the internet. Should, uh, maybe the internet cat loves cats. Month. Cat month, cat games month. Huh? <laughs> That's a good idea. Cat month. That is a good idea. Actually. What? The one thing too, this Omebro that you mentioned, like the shines are pretty quick to get, but they they do feel more meaningful than Mario Odyssey. Like Mario Odyssey, yeah. eight hundred of sh- those shines to get, and some of them were just like butt stomp this shiny spot. It's like it's like mindless kind of right. at that point. Butt there's stomp. so many. You say butt stomp? Yeah, you jump in the air and you slam your butt on the ground. Get a shine, just like real life. <laughs> see? They could have had that in a dog suit, because dogs do that shit all the time. Yeah, I see dogs all the time, just jumping up in the air, slamming down on their butt in the middle of the street. And then dragging it across the ground, yeah. <laughs> Good game, right. though, man. Nintendo doesn't know modern graphics. They don't know online, but they know fun. Bowser's serious fun. The graphics look really good. They're just cartoony. Just in general, but yeah, fun game. Uh, so that was the only open world game that I played. The next game that I played uh, was Cotton Reboot. So Cotton is a series that has had a lot of releases in Japan. At least in the 90s, it had a lot of releases. There was only one game that came out here, and that was for the Turbo Graphics CD. 
So wow. I doubt many people have played it at all. I had heard of the series. I had never played it. So it's a shoot 'em up but it's kind of a subgenre of that, which is referred to as a cute 'em up because a lot of the characters <laughs> are, like, bizarre or cute. So you're playing as – it's a side-scrolling shooter. You're playing as a little girl witch, um, you know, flying around on a broom. And you're shooting, like, cartoony, like, zombies and, you know, like, birds and stuff like that. Um it, the graphics in this are fantastic. Like, because it was a remake. It has the original game, which was for some Japanese computer that never came out here. The the X sixty eight thousand, which I had never oh. heard of before. Oh yeah, I had that. That was available so, in America. So Darkside had the X the <laughs> X sixty eight thousand. Nobody else did. All the cool um, kids had it. Anyways, go ahead, continue. Yeah, the the graphics were just phenomenal. Because most of the time when they do these retro reboots, they do that, like, you you guys know, like, 2.5D, where it's side-scrolling, but it's, like, polygonal characters. It usually makes the controls kind of sluggish, or it just kind of looks, I don't know, bland. Or a lot of these, like, retro reboots, they, the art style almost makes them look like a Flash animation game or something like that, which also isn't that appealing. But this was just... It looked completely sprite based, but it was like if the if it was like if it was on like the PlayStation or even the PlayStation Two, but you know, just completely sprite based. Uh, it looks really good. Um, if it, did anybody play Death Smiles on the Xbox Three Sixty? No, it's very similar. Um, where it, it like extremely similar. You play as a, like a witch, um, and then uh, it's like a Halloween type theme. Uh, so just like this game, I don't know if it was made by the same people. But it's very similar. The the one downside with this game, so it was like forty bucks, and it's six levels long. They're super hard, but you get unlimited continues. So if I get unlimited continues, I'm going to use the continues. So I beat the game in one sitting in like half an hour, and you unlocked a couple extra characters. But there's not a great incentive to continue going back to it. So I think Ikaruga for the GameCube had a system, or some of these shoot 'em ups have a system where it's like you get five continues and then if you play for an hour or if you lose once they give you another continue and they keep slowly incrementing the number of continues you get so that eventually you will be able to beat the game uh but this it's like you know if i go back to it i'm never going to push myself to get really good at it because i don't have to because i have the unlimited continue so that's really the only downside it's a hard sell at 40 bucks I think they probably made it more for like score attack people that are like gonna spend the next five years like trying to get the high score and stuff, but like not necessarily right. just to beat the game, but like master it. You know? Yeah, and and if that's what your intent would be for this game, I think you'd have a lot of fun with it. But if your intent is just to kind of see what the game has to offer on a single playthrough, it's tough, tough sell at forty bucks. But it's cool. I mean, yeah, the graphics alone are are really cool. Uh, so that's all that I had for this month. Melbro, you want to talk about other open-world games you played for August? Yeah, so outside of Bowser's Fury, the only open-world game I played, and I know Brian and Bash are going to hate me for this, is uh, Mario Sunshine. That is not a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish it, actually. I, like, I hated the camera in that game. But... <laughs> the camera was bad. The graphics... It, it like For some reason, it, it looked really bad, like really grainy. I feel like it aged... A lot worse than Mario 64 did. Mario 64, I feel like, looks better than Mario Sunshine, which is kind of weird. Um, 
But it just wasn't fun, man. I don't I don't like playing Mario with this whole water backpack thing. It it just wasn't a fun it didn't feel like a Mario game to me. It was just um spraying stuff with Mario just didn't do it for me. Um all the characters is weird and this like Delfino Island. It just felt like a weird game that just wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> I I played for about an hour, but I just couldn't, you know, find out why people enjoyed this game. So I feel like if I don't have nostalgia for it, I probably won't like it. Um, but you know, it's like I ain't the hugest fan, but I think you gave up a little bit too early. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you get more like attachments for your backpack and shit. You get like a super jump and like super speed and stuff. But and some of the funnest parts are when they take the jetpack away from you and you have well, to. Well, that should tell you something. <laughs> all right, I, I guess it's a nice variety when they take the jet. I thought the jetpack was a lot of fun to use all the it, like to. It lets you time your jumps easier because you, you can, like, float, so it's not frustrating that you're always missing platforms. But then they do take it away, so at parts they really make you kind of prove your mastery of the mechanics of the game without the jetpack. I mean, it's not great. It, it's a, a lot of people, I, I think, do not have fond memories of it, especially when they replay it recently. But, I mean, I played it not that long ago, um, and I had a really good time with it. Again, I, th- I think it held up pretty well. Now, if you go for all the shines, then it sucks because some of the shines are like busted to where they're super annoying. But if you go for just the bare minimum to beat the game and you kind of cherry pick the easier ones to do, it, I thought it was it held up pretty well. I mean, it's better oh, than any uh, Ratchet and Clank game, I can tell you that much. Yeah, all right. Oh shit! <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> maybe I could. Yeah, maybe I can give Mario Sunshine another shot. Maybe you should just um, play it twice. <laughs> play it twice. <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe I'll give it another shot at some point. Just to give it a few more hours. No, but, you um, won't. Yeah, it just didn't hook me from the beginning. No, you won't, Melvin. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really didn't play a lot of uh, open world games um, this month because I was uh, spending all my time playing the 2021 game of the year, Ratchet and Fucking Clank: Rift Apart. <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> this game was good. Choo-choo. What time did that depart? <laughs> Man, it was good. Like, this is a game, it'll make you clap, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry. <laughs> I don't think a game's ever made you clap. It's like an award-winning movie, man. Imagine you stop playing I, the game and start clapping. I agree with you that it's probably a really good game, but make you clap, really? Time for the percolator. You guys clap ever, you guys ever clap at the end of the video clap. game? No, man. Like, you, uh, you ever went to the movie and clapped at the end of the movie? Melvin's like that guy that claps when the plane lands, you know? <laughs> hey, yeah, it's just a rough ride, man. I'll, I'll stand up and cheer. I think you can Muff- on uh, Spirit, Spirit Airlines, man. I think Muff got the clap from a game once. So. <laughs> Other way around, I gave it to it. Use VR session. But Russian and Clank was a lot of fun, man. Um... This game um, has big personalities, some really, really dope weapons, cool boss fights, good music. Like, I can go on and on, man. It was such a fun game. And the thing that I liked about it, it, it never, like, um, got stale. Like, there was never a point where, like, you would get tired of doing something because they would always switch it up, like, in the game. Like, there would be, like, flying missions, you know, missions with your guns. You're always unlocking new weapons. The weapons were good in this game, too. Um... There would be like these puzzle missions too. The puzzles are really good that you do with that you would do with the character Clank. It's just like really fun puzzle to make you think almost like a mini witness within Ratchet and Clank. It was good. Um, <laughs> That's a good analogy. 
Yeah, it was it was so good, man. I feel like this uh, Insomniac Studio, man. They're just putting out some really good games, man. They're they're, they're killing it right now. One of the best studios. Um, but yeah, check it out, man. This game is really fun. Amazing. I had a great time. It's gonna be hard to top this uh, as my game of the year. What open world games you got for August? So the only game I played and I didn't beat it um, was uh, Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen. I've been kind of like slowly chipping away at this game. Um, it's an older game. I think it came out last gen, but there's like uh, kind of like a game of the year edition for this gen. You can get it on all the current platforms. I think it might have actually um, been like a PS3 game originally, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess la- two gens ago. I think I keep thinking last gen is 360. Um, but yeah, two gens ago. Um, it's a good game, but the but the problem is, I think it's a game that you're supposed to play through more than once on the same file and constantly like build up your character, make it like more powerful. So the first playthrough, from what I've read, is like the roughest. It's the most difficult. You're like kind of underpowered, and it's kind of it's it's not as a uh, much of a breeze, I guess, going through it. But the combat's pretty cool because it's a Capcom game. And Capcom, you know, they put combat first a lot of times in their games. So it's uh, kind of a different take on an open world uh, game where the combat's more interesting, I guess. It's just, uh, it's basically like playing like Monster Hunter style, but you're playing uh, more of a, you know, cohesive game because Monster Hunter's you know you're just basically doing boss fights one one after the other but this is a kind of a cool game there's an anime on netflix that i i ended up watching it and i it might have spoiled the story for me but i don't really care that much (laughs) um but yeah it's cool i mean like the story starts out where you're you're in this like small like village next to kind of like a an ocean village i guess and a dragon uh I guess everybody thinks they're extinct or they don't they don't exist or whatever but he he attacks your village and he kills like pretty much everybody and he takes your heart and I, I it's kind of a weird story but he takes your heart and he takes it because he he senses that you want like you know revenge because you he kills your wife in front of you this is all at the beginning of the game so it's really not much of a spoiler anyway it is he, like like physically, or metaphorically, he takes your heart. Like, uh, both. Yeah, he, he like he like stabs <laughs> the way you that in the Moose chest. took my heart was the same way. <laughs> the he stabs you in the chest and like absorbs your heart. So you're basically a corpse on the ground without a heart. You're essentially dead, but you you get brought back to life and you're considered like an arisen. So you're basically like living without a heart. And all, like your entire like focus is to go kill the dragon. What's that? <laughs> like Dark Side? Dark Side's like Dark got Side. a heart, man. Dark Side's got the biggest heart out of anybody here, you know? I heart of gold, hips I, like Shakira. Heart of gold My heart's and hips practically like the size of a cow heart, you know? Yeah. Which is uh, very attractive. Quadruple um, bypass time. But I mean, it's a it's a really cool concept. I, I really need to give it more more time. And I, I don't know. So for me, the hard part is it's. 
it's it looks good on this gen, but it's like it's still an older game, so it's got you know it's a little rough around the edges. So I, I want to play it. I don't know if I will, um, but that game is something I've been kind of chipping away. I was hoping to beat it this month, and I, I didn't really get that much further in it. Um, but yeah, that's the yeah, only you, game I played. You've been talking about this game for a long time too. I you've have, been, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like trying to hype myself up for it, like Melvin does for <laughs> for games that are kind of shitty. But he like convinces himself that they're going to be a game of the year and stuff. So I have to do that to myself. This is your your Super <laughs> Mario Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do plan to play it. It's just hard to prioritize it, I guess. Emil, what you got for August? So the only open world game that I played, I just played one. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize uh, how quick it was to beat. Um, it wasn't too bad. It's called uh, the Pathless. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, picked it up for thirty bucks. Um, you're basically, it's kind of like the art almost looks like Princess Mononoke. Like it had that feel. Like the main character kind of had that kind of feel of. Um, the main character in Princess Mononoke is pretty cool. Um, so you get that's a good comparison. Yeah, right. It, it seems like it kind of had that same art style, and um, if, if the the flow of the game was really cool, um, you get a bow and arrow, and you have like this eagle that kind of um, helps you out when you jump. You can kind of glide and flap up and kind of go higher and things like that. It was really cool. Um, there's no like compass or map or anything, so you're literally um, shooting these targets in the air with your bow and arrow, and it kind of gives you speed, and you can kind of glide and like slide, and it takes you in that direction in certain directions. So, uh, and you can also run, but you're slower. Obviously, it's, it's recommended to use like the bow and arrow um, and kind of jump and glide and things like that. But it was really cool. I think there's only like five bosses or something like that. Um, but the story's pretty cool. It has like a kind of a cool uh, message in it and things like that. It, it was really awesome. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything because I know Darkseid's got it. Um, I don't know if you guys are all going to play it or not, but I highly recommend it. I think it got like an 80-something, 80 87 or something like that in Metacritic. Yeah, it, it yeah, got good reviews, and I played a little bit of it, but I fell out of it. Yeah, it's it's literally reason. not too long, man. I, I think you can literally beat it probably like between seven to nine hours, I would say. It's made by the guys who made Journey. Yeah, so I think it's uh, made. Uh, what is it? Giant Squid? Is that what it was, Doc? Giant yeah. Squid. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like um, they uh, they said it could be in the land of uh, Abzu, if that's what it's called. Um, that sky, the scuba oh, diver it's the game. same universe. Yeah, they said it's possibly yeah, because there is like um, a secret area where that universe is there. So they're like saying like these games could be interconnected, which is kind of cool. I'm not sure if Journey is connected in there. Um, I would have to look into that, but I know Abzu is for sure. But I know Journey was part of it, um, part of the, the same developers. So that's why I was thinking Journey could be tied in there too as well. Hey, Emil, when I played it, I never actually made it to a boss fight, but I remember hearing when the game came out that a lot of the boss fights were similar to Shadow of the Colossus. Is that how you um, felt? There, there's, like, little tricks to each boss, but you don't physically, like, you know how in Shadow of the Colossus, how you literally, you climb like a boss or you're hanging onto a boss, you know? There's none of that. It's more like you have to, you know, run around the boss, kind of glide around them, dodge... Or there's like, you know, with your arrow, you got to hit certain spots, things like that. In that regard, I can see it where like you hit certain spots on the boss. 
but um, like hanging onto the boss or doing anything like that, there, there's no real comparison there. But like aiming certain areas, dodging, uh, chasing, things like that, yeah, I, I can kind of see that similarity in a way. Yeah, it was, it was good. I liked it. It, was, it. it exceeded my expectations, I would say, because I got the game looking for a PS5 game like that I thought I would be interested in, and like I, I read reviews on it, and I kind of like you know looked up. Um, just kind of like the style of the game and things like that. And I was like, oh, this seems cool. And then when I played it, I was actually like, oh, this is really, like, it captured my attention and I always wanted to keep going. So it's not like I was like, oh, I'm going to stop. Unlike um, The Last Guardian, that I forced myself through it. So, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but the camera angles in that game just freaking drove me nuts, man. That was the only thing. But, yeah, that was it. Was the Pathless only on PS5, or was it on PS4 as well? I think I got it for PS5. I don't know if it was on PS4 or not. Dark said, any idea? I, th- I don't remember. I think it was PS5 and PC. Yeah, I know. Um, I didn't see. But I'm not sure. Switch, right? It's not on Switch. I didn't see anything for Switch. I think it's literally like PlayStation or maybe PC as well. Yeah, I don't remember. I I just remember when it launched. It was that. It may be different now. But I would like to play Abzu now. So it's got my curiosity in that game. So it's uh, all right. You got anything else? Nah, that should be it. All right, Bash. You want to round things out for the games you played in August? Okay. Uh, only like I, what I would call an open world game I played this uh, month was uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I finally picked that up. The first one's one of my favorite games of all time. This one, uh, honestly, I didn't get too far in it because I'm still working like six days a week, uh, real men work. And, uh, <laughs> this is the kind of game you got to put like a few hours a day into it because there's just so much shit to do. Like there's, I still don't even have like an idea of how many different kinds of like sub quests and like different kinds of crafting and like cooking mini games and crap. There's like so much shit to do. In Hashtag it, but, uh, get good. It was a pretty easy I'm not game. Good at it what the first one? Second one. Oh, you already beat it? Yeah, I beat it a while ago. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I feel like I'm going to get like too distracted to play straight through the story. So, but, Yeah, it really plays out like a movie. Like, I'm surprised. Like, it's a last-gen game, but, like, the graphics, especially, like, when you're walking through the snow in the beginning, and, like, yeah. your footsteps, like, stick in the snow and stuff, it's just awesome looking. The plot's great so far. Uh, the bar scene. You get to fairly early on. That's, like... One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a video game, like just out of nowhere. It's pretty awesome, but uh, I'm not gonna say too much about it yet because I still gotta get more than like five percent into the game before I really give it much of a judgment. <laughs> but that's a pretty long game, right? Uh, Moose. Yeah, I want to say it took me like a couple hundred hours. Diff. <laughs> couple yeah. hundred? I have to yeah, double check. To I mean, I don't think that's I went straight game, from though. start. To, like, I didn't go point A to point B the whole way through. Cause you can, there's like hunting in the game and shit. It gets hunting, fishing. You can get lost in that game, Brian. I mean, that's a game I would love to play, but man, it, only, if you only go Breath of the story, Wild is going to get that time from me. If you go straight, story, only Breath of the Wild, <laughs> like in down by like down to twenty five percent of that time, maybe. How long to beat has Red Dead Redemption at one hundred and seventy uh, hundred and seventy one hours for completionist? Oh, but never for completionist, okay. Oh, okay. You don't got to do, like, it, the hunting and stuff if you really don't want to. And the story yeah. is awesome, so if you just want to play through the story, like, 
that works. But it's a Rockstar game. I mean, so there's going to be a ton of stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like a true, like, it's a huge world, and it's like a, you can go anywhere and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, then the uh, second game I played, uh, sort of open world, I guess. It's uh, Axiom Verge 2. Oh. I played it on the Wait, Switch, that's, actually. That's open world? It's like Metroid. No, no, no. Like Hollow Knight. Is that open world? Side scrolling. Yeah, if you want to no. get into that debate again, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't count like a Metroidvania, like a, a side scrolling Metroidvania as open yeah, world. I agree. Uh, anyway, it's basically just a. F- <laughs> it's kind of a Metroid type game, except they didn't like. Most of these games, like, it'll be like Metroid, except instead of bombs, they're called grenades in this one. But this one, like, they really changed things up a lot. Like, I did not beaten it quite yet, but everything's just really bizarre in it, even compared to the first game. Like, when you first get into, like, the real world of it, like, you don't know where what you're supposed to do at all. Like, there's NPCs to talk to and stuff, but they don't really clear things up too much. You just kind of... And, like, enemies drop these cylinder things. Where, like, the first two hours of the game, you don't know what they do. But, like, you just got to keep pressing forward. Like, look for a door on the map that you haven't been to and just keep going forward. Really bizarre game. But uh, after you get rolling and you finally start making progress, it's hard to put down. It's considerably different from the first game, I think I heard. Is that right? Yeah, it's surprisingly different. Like you have a like a melee attack and a long range attack, and uh, kind of what else is different? Did I don't know. Did the team get bigger that made it? Uh, it might still just be that one guy. I don't know. I thought I heard that too. That he he had some assistance. Yeah, I really but I, I don't know how much. <laughs> I, I bet it's a lot. Is still him, but he has an unpaid intern. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's like a billionaire now, and he's got like unpaid interns doing <laughs> yeah. all the work for him. Doing all the work, he just supervises. But yeah, if, if you're into Metroid, not really Metroidvania, we don't have to get into that like definition debate again, but it's like a straight-up like Metroid-style game. If you like that, give it a shot. Yeah, I definitely do want to play this at yeah. some point. I think it's got a physical version coming out at some point in the future, so I'm probably going to hold out for that. But I, I'm excited to play it. I, I did enjoy the first one. We also played some more Streets of Rage uh, 4. Trying to unlock every character before I really get into the survival mode. I talked about it two episodes ago, I guess it is. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, cool. I think that's going to do it for this episode. We will be back next week to talk about our top three open world trivia? games of all time. We're going to do trivia in the next episode. Gonna do the the top three and then do some trivia. M- Muff is eager for that trivia. Yeah, eager for the yeah, chips. What flavor is that, Muff? <laughs> what, what you eating, man? Thanks, the Fanya. Nice, dude. Classic. <laughs> Fanya. <Those are> good. <laughs> Muff, if you can take a break from snacking, do you want to tell people where they can find us on social media? <laughs> the snack needs to take a break from a snack. Hey, oh. Yeah. What, Brian? <laughs> can you let people know where they can find us on social media? Beatofthemonth.com All your uh, beat of the month needs. Beatofthemonth.com What a beat of the month needs. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know some of my beat of the month needs? VR needs. <laughs> muff. Ten gallons of VR loot. needs muff. <laughs> need that. Muff don't need VR. I would really like to eat some Cindy's Starfall booty right about now. All after right. The, after the Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. Instagram. Beat the month. Speaking of Instagram. Y'all need to check out Good Pods. Good Pods is like Instagram, but for podcasts. You want to find a podcast, go up on the Good Pods. You want to put your podcast up on there, go up on the book Good Pods. Good Pods got linked to the Patreon. You've been in, in our tip jar, give us some money, and then go to our Patreon. And we love you long time. And then if you have any suggestions for a future episode, hit us up at beatofthemonth at gmail.com. And uh, there is a great likelihood if you give us a suggestion, we will we will do that for a future episode. We've so, done that a couple times already for some. We got some like is it Utah, some for sure. Utah. Who's, who's monitoring yeah, yep, that, yep. Brian? We got good <laughs> ideas. The email. We all monitor that. <laughs> Everybody but you monitors that, Emil. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we've got it taken care of. Cody from Utah, shout out! Thank you for the suggestion. Might we'll, be looking we'll into some... what that is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, this has been Beat of the Month. We will be back next week with our top three open world games and trivia. So thanks for listening, and have a good night. Peace out. It's the Beat of the Month crew, and we're going to talk some games to you, and you know Darkseid going to act a fool, you been had some fun now, with that bitch Brian and the gang, shit talking each other, with Muff watching a VR bang, nah 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 nah, here's on good pods. Na 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 na, here is on good pods. Na 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 na, here is on good pods. Na na na.